0: Well, yesterday the Supreme Court heard oral arguments over whether popular tech companies like TikTok and Google can be liable for harmful user-generated content on their sites. Uh, we are welcoming this morning, uh, Thane Rosenbaum, with us to talk about this subject. Um, it's a that's a that's a tricky subject, isn't it? There's a lot going on there.
1: Yes, Janet. Uh, you know the the tech companies. Have had the you know lay of the land for years, because in the mid 1990s, Congress passed the, uh, the Section 230 of the uh, uh, Communications Decency Act, which essentially created an immunity for tech companies, high tech, these uh, social media companies, and, um, and internet platforms. Now, remember, in 1996, there was no Facebook, there was no Google, nobody right. ever heard of No one heard of Twitter, mm-hmm. right? uh but these what we did is we gave them this immunity because we wanted them to incentivize the building of the information superhighway and they were saying look here's one thing you can do for us make sure that no no one can ever sue us in civil liability for anything that we put on the internet for someone else if it's created by a third party right it's not it's we're not publishers we're just a bulletin board so leave us alone if there's a lawsuit it can't come to us it's got to come to the Entity, And so this case arises out of a family, Gonzalez's who sent their daughter to Paris to study abroad, and she was killed in a hail of bullets from ISIS. And the parents said, well, wait a minute, ISIS? They, they looked around and they said, you know, YouTube videos is, what, is the way ISIS fighters get recruited. Right. Uh, YouTube videos is how you learn how to make a bomb. Yeah. Uh, There's precious so
0: little you can't find on YouTube. Right. And so it's right. And so,
1: you know, they said, you're not a bulletin board, you're recommend you're a curator of, of violent content. Because remember, you know, the tech companies mind they gather our data, mm-hmm. right, so that they know what we like. So on YouTube, if you see one video, they start sending you more videos, right? Now that you've seen this, here's the other one. So they're saying, stop talking about you're not being a publisher. When you start recommending stuff. Right? You are a much more active participant, and so therefore it, ca- it can't simply be that you're sitting here getting an immunity out of Section uh, 230 based on some false premise that you don't have a stake in the matter. You have a stake in the matter. You're not just a, a public square or a bulletin board. You are curating the content. You're targeting the audience. You're giving the audience what they you think they need want based on your algorithm,
0: not Once unlike a newspaper. Using... Uh,
1: okay. Yes, exactly right, and that's exactly right. The point, Janet, because the the two thirty is saying, originally saying, well, you're not a publisher. You're a bulletin board, right? You're not a publisher, which or a media company that uh, technically, where there'd be some regulation. We don't regulate you because you don't do anything. You just created a, a platform. So this. There's a case that was yesterday. There's another case today that involves Twitter, also dealing with terrorism. Um, and then in next term in October, you're going to see two more cases one coming out of Texas and one out of Florida that deal with the way in which uh, these tech companies discriminate against viewpoints. Right. Meaning that they deplatform presidents or senators, you know, or they, you know, they. They ban the, the distribution, dissemination of the Hunter Biden story. So those cases are going to show up next year. Uh, but this year they're dealing with specifically 230, which is this immunity that was given to them. And the question is, do they deserve it?
0: Well, and the other thing is, and and I've talked to listeners this week about about this. Um, in the last few years, particularly on um, places like Facebook, um, you'll have some posts. Like if like if I put up a, a post about my dog, or you know a, a meal that I've cooked, or something like that, all kinds of people see it. There's all kinds of likes. There's all, all, but if there's anything remotely religious or political, it's like crickets. And there's got to be something more going on at at play. The same people are not seeing my happy puppy post that are, are, are seeing me talk about the revival going on in Kentucky, you know?
1: No, you're right. That's, that's what makes them not soapboxes, right? They're based on some premise that we all, we are is the town square and we give you an opportunity to get on a soapbox and say what you want to say. And the answer is, no, you don't. Right. Because in the Times Square, you know, on a village green or, you know, you get to put up your soapbox and you get to be the one to attract the crowd. Mm-hmm. But, Today, you guys decide what crowd gets to see what I'm going to say, right? Now, do you you, think that's going to
0: be their undoing?
1: Well, again, that case is what you and I are just talking about, really is the one that's coming up next year. Mm -hmm. The the Supreme Court could have heard it this year. Uh, What's happened is Florida and uh, Texas both passed laws essentially addressing the concern you're raising, just to say— we're we see what you're doing you're limiting the content you are viewpoint discriminating right you're mm-hmm. not neutral right. if you don't like stuff you don't let everyone see it yeah right you, or you decide very few will see it if you like stuff you let everyone see it so do, stop talking about yourself as if you're a, a soapbox you pick favorites you have uh, 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 you have uh, you know, you have viewpoints and you discriminate against the ones you don't like. And we didn't give you an immunity. We gave you an immunity because you said you didn't care. Right. right? That You are <laughs> just building the highway. You didn't care who was driving on the highway. And now we learn you do care. Right. <laughs> and you discriminate and you favor some people over others. And, you know, like, for instance, Facebook, you know, uh, the Zuckerberg has said, we don't uh, take down Holocaust denial because we don't punish people for not knowing, for getting their facts wrong. This is, like, <laughs> idiotic. Like, it is. I the mean, the that's, Nazis, ins-
0: that's insanity. Yeah,
1: yeah, he says we don't punish people. He thinks the Nazis just didn't read enough books, and if they just <laughs> read more books, they would love Jews and African Americans. Uh, that's oh, that's what he actually says, but what he's really saying is, we don't discriminate against Nazis because they, they, they like our platform and we want more users because the more users we have, the more advertising we can sell, the more data we can mine. So we don't want to discriminate any against anyone except that they have a viewpoint we don't like. And in this case, as we've seen, you know, they're r- remarkably uh, you know, progressive in the sense that they donate to progressive candidates. They favor the comments. And uh, of progressives, mm-hmm. and they have you know discriminated against uh, conservative voices, including deplatforming certain conservatives, right. or or boycotting or banning uh, certain stories, like the Hunter Biden story. So this that case comes out of Florida and Texas that that passed laws recently that specifically punish right. internet companies for doing that. And the internet is something you can't do that we have we have immunity based on Section two hundred and thirty, so that's coming up next year. But this th- comes out of something else, which is: Are you aiding and abetting terrorists? Right, right. I mean, right. that's really: what Are you helping them? Because it sounds like you're helping them. You know. And by the way, Jen, the key point is that you know we're a very pro free speech society. Yes, the Europeans, right, are also liberal democracies, but they don't put up with Nazis. Right? We do. We love Nazis.
0: Uh, they don't,
1: maybe because they know what Nazis really do. And here we have people like Zuckerberg who casually feel, you know, Nazis just get it wrong. And so the, in Europe, it's a whole other deal. They force Facebook and Twitter to go, hire thousands and thousands of monitors to go through the stuff to remove uh, hate speech. Right? We don't have hate speech codes here in the United States. But the Europeans, again, they don't put up with this. So they make they they, they make it much more difficult uh, and hold these companies liable for certain content that here we would never do. And that's what this is about.
0: Well, it's it's going to be very interesting to see how this plays out. And I think this is just the tip of the iceberg because we are so far behind. All of this is, has come upon us, I mean, so quickly, really, when you think yeah. about how not that long ago – we didn't even have Internet. I mean, it's it's still pretty new in the terms of, of our history. Um, we've got a lot of catching up to do. Legal analyst Thane Rosenbaum joining us this morning uh, on The Morning Jam. Thank you so much. It's always a pleasure.
1: Anytime for you. Thank you.
0: Thank you. We'll be back with more on this uh, Wednesday edition of The Morning Jam, uh, including talking about the great restaurant debate. Should kids be allowed in fine dining restaurants? One restaurant from last week is getting beat up pretty heavily on social media. And now, Bon Appetit has weighed in. We'll be back. The definition of the word jam. To pack something tightly. A machine seizing or becoming stuck. A sweet preserve made from fruit. A common sense radio talk show. The Morning Jam.